Morning, Pragya. Um, thanks so much for joining me on this week's Business Owner Spotlight. Um, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself and just let everybody know a bit about what you do? Yes. Hello, Scott. Thank you for having me. I am Pragya Sharma and I'm a medical biochemist. I am currently writing my PhD in malarial membrane proteins where I work on an iron transporter. If anybody's interested in doing a PhD from Queens, you can meet me there. <laughs> Excellent. And um, so, yes, yeah, so you're finishing your studies, but you've also um, founded a business as well. Is that right? Oh, that's correct. So I have founded a business called Grand Lab. It, is, it, it, it has a very personal story to it. That is why the name is called Grand Lab, because okay. it comes from another grand and lab because I'm a scientist, so grand lab. So what I do is I am trying to get um, a medicinal product out for psoriasis and eczema. So the, the mission for the business is to revolutionize the way how we treat and diagnose skin diseases to start with psoriasis and eczema. Excellent. Um, and how, how long how long has the business been been founded? I understand your your uh, your pre revenue, but how long have you um, been involved with the business at the minute? So uh, I'll actually take you back a couple of years because um, I might have founded the business like three months, four months ago, but then but the but the background was laid like four years ago. So what happened was, is it okay if I share the story? Of course, yeah, absolutely. Please do. <laughs> So what happened was uh, in 2012, my grandfather passed away and my grandmother had, you know, she was very stressed and she developed psoriasis and she was misdiagnosed for the first two and a half years from 2012 to probably mid 2014. So she was using steroids that were not meant for her and nothing was happening. So she would get rid of psoriasis. It would come back again. She would get rid and come back again. And by using all these topical creams, all these steroids and all the oral drugs, she developed diabetes and she had to undergo an operation. And then when, you know, you know, people were really mean to her, she lost her independence and everything. So her psoriasis were, were on her hands and on her feet. So she couldn't walk because every time she caught up, she would bleed. And because she had diabetes, she could not feel if she was being hurt. You know, if you just bang it, you'll not feel it. So it came to a stage where she could not bathe, have her food herself, and she was completely dependent on all the family members. And imagine for a person who's been independent for the last 60 years, you know, they lose their dependence like that. And nobody wanted to touch her. The neighbors were very mean. They were like, oh, she has leprosy and everything. So she was just, mm, she was very uncomfortable. And then said, I was like, could you come up with something? I was like, granny and try so then i came up with this formulation this is the formulation i came up with in 2018 and she used this for three months without any intervention and since then she has been psoriasis free so that's the story behind that so and then i won the first prize in india for making this formulation and i was well, I came to Belfast that year to do my PhD and then I did not give it a thought for a very long time and that's it. So, but I mean, it's just, you know, it's, um, you're, I think you're playing it down there, you know, this, this formulation has, uh, has had, had such a, an impact on your, on your grandmother's life, uh, you know, given her back her independence. So it's more than just a, a skin treatment. True, because, you know, because I was thinking to myself, how can I help everyone? I help my grandmother. She has never, ever got her psoriasis back. Like, that's a very big thing because yeah. on an average, a person suffering from psoriasis or eczema 
would be using four creams or lotion three times a day for their lifetime, along with maybe taking injections or going for phototherapy. And it's absolutely a lot. Like you, you just cannot live. Like you always have to carry your creams and lotions. You're traveling, you have to carry them. They have to be prescribed by a GP. And like there's so much is happening that ultimately it takes away from people's independence. I have talked to so many people over the years who have been suffering. And they said the biggest fear they have is being judged by someone, mm -hmm. which affects their dating life, their married life, how their colleagues approach them, their work life. So it, it, it's quite embarrassing. Yeah. So, so it's, it's, you know, again, it's, it's, um, it's a much deeper level than just the, 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 the skin uh, treatment. And is your, your, um, your business then, is it going to be more centered around giving the right diagnosis or um, the right treatment or maybe both? So, yes, it's both. It's the correct diagnosis and the correct treatment. So you would be very surprised to know that 52% of people in the United Kingdom are being under and misdiagnosed and most of them are people of color because it looks completely different on a black skin to a brown skin to a white skin. So when I come forward with this brand, Grand Lab, I want it to be gender neutral. I want it to work regardless of your race, gender and the climate. I have tested the oil in Belfast in Nigeria and in India, completely three different climate sets. Yep. And the results that I have been getting are consistent. So that is the ethos of the company that it has to be, regardless of your race, ethnicity, color, cost, creed, and the climate you live in, this should work. Should work, excellent. So, I mean, it sounds like an amazing product. And um, what stage are you at? I mean, it went, you know, when would we expect to see you bring this to market? So at the minute, I'm working with Innovate UK and Invest in AI to start out my logistics in how to bring the product to the market. But on, on the backside, I'm also working with Soap Recipe and, and a shampoo recipe for over a year now. And that is how I would launch my brand as a skincare and then perform the clinical trials for the oil and bring that to the market. So by the time this happens, you know, you can see the skincare being launched next year. And then in a year's time or a two years time, I'll be launching my actual product. Fantastic. So you've got a, you've got a really, really um, clear plan for that. Um, and again, it sounds, sounds, sounds uh, really exciting. I'm, I'm interested though, and although your, your, um, your business isn't, um, you know, isn't, isn't to market yet, um, I mean, what, what's the biggest thing you've learned um, since you've, you've founded the business and, and uh, started down this road? Um, I think you just kind of have to, so you have to just grab each and every opportunity you get. For example, I really find networking has really helped me. The amount of events I have attended, women in business, ladies who launch, or any other networking event for angel investment, meeting people, someone knows someone else. So you're not trying to sell yourself. You're trying to make connections, you know, trying to see that the, the person you're going to go is a human being and approach them with respect and they will come back to you in their time. So you don't have to sell yourself on the first go. You try to make network and grow from there. So I think the biggest learning so far has been grab each and every opportunity. If someone says, you know, let's chat for a coffee, make sure you follow them up. Don't, yeah. don't forget, you know, don't forget when they say, say that, oh, I was the person you said to catch up and 99 times they will come back to you. And what would you say has been the biggest um, obstacle or hurdle you've had to overcome so far? 
Um, I think my biggest obstacle would have been writing my PhD. Uh, okay. I, I was writing my PhD. I was working full time as a trainee patent attorney, writing my law exams, pitching for my business to get the money. And so all of that. Okay. So I was on a full-time job. I was writing my PhD in the background, writing my law exams and trying to run the business. So, yeah, so just, just so, but, so you were doing a PhD, writing your PhD and doing a law degree at the same time? Yes, I, I gave a law exam in October, you know, because you need to patent the oil. So I was like, you know, I don't have so much money to patent the oil. So I'll just go and learn the skills myself. Okay, so, so just instead of getting a patent lawyer, the patent lawyer, you thought, I'll just go and be a patent lawyer. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's probably not the most straightforward route, but I'm sure it will it'll pay dividends. So, so a, a totally different degree. I like that, yeah. And um, and so, so are you finished all of that? You finished the, uh, the, the PhD and the law degree now as well? No, so I've given my law exams in um, October. I'm waiting for my results. I no longer work in the firm though. I've just taken, I, so, and then... For my PhD, I am still writing it. Okay. So the process—it's a journey. It's it's, yeah. it's a completely different battle. If you, you know, you just have to be there to feel how it feels. I mostly put you know really funny posts on LinkedIn about how writing a PhD is the hardest part of the PhD. And yes, so the biggest obstacle at the minute is just to find time, write my PhD, and try to run a business along that. But it is the best time I've ever had in my life. Brilliant. I I think I did see one of your posts when it says don't ask a PhD student when they're going to be finished. Exactly. <laughs> so not a lot of, or maybe I did. I'm sorry. Um, so look, that, that's fantastic and, and fair play to you for for tackling everything. I mean that's it's quite a lot on your plate, and you're still still driving a business forward at the same time, which is is admirable. What what do you think? Um, so you know you're under obviously um, pressure with all of because you're spread quite thinly. What do you think the biggest learning you've had about yourself? Then what have you learned about yourself? Um, you know what, I would actually go with Bhagavad Gita, you know, a Hindu scripture and say that the biggest thing that has really, I'm very competitive in a way that I want each and every opportunity. So I work accordingly for mm -hmm. someone it might not be visible for some people. You just focus, you know, you have to be laser focused on one task. I cannot work like that. I need to have multiple things in my life, to, you know, and that's how I work. I'm a multitasker and that's how I like it. So the biggest thing is a verse from Bhagavad Gita says that never be attached to the results, just focus on the karma. Okay. So and I think I try to try to learn that because it is very important not to attach yourself with every success or failure that you go down the pathway. You just keep on knowing what you have to do and yeah. just detach yourself from there and let it go. And if the time is right, it will come. And if it's not, it's gonna go away. So I think that is the biggest thing I try to do because as I said, I'm very competitive. I attach myself quite a lot. Yeah. But then step back and be like, no, it's okay. Yeah, that, that, that makes sense. So just keep turning up, doing the right things and the success will come if it's right. Yes, 100%. Excellent. No, I like that. Um, so, you know, two years away from, from formally launching the company and a couple of degrees and PhDs to do in between times, so that's fair enough. What I mean, you know, ten years time. What do you what do you think the future looks like um, for um, for Grand Lab? Um, I would say the future should be should be bright in a way that I should be able to help as many people as I can. 
to get rid of their psoriasis and eczema. And I'm saying get rid, not treat, not in a way that they have to keep using stuff. So for, for the future of Brand Lab, I would really, I would really want it to turn into a company or a brand that people trust, you know, something that I, when people think about Grand Lab, they, they reimagine the story that I had with my granny and use the oil and use the other products and feel like, yes, this is the ultimate thing. And this will make them go rid of their psoriasis or eczema. Yeah, fantastic. Um, and just, just one last question to, to finish up then. Um, if you were able to go back um, even like five years um, and give yourself a piece of advice. What what advice would you give uh, five years ago, Prakit? Oh, interesting. <laughs> Let me have a think about it. I would say just be more present. You know, I tend to live a lot in tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I forget to live in the present, which is not the right way to do. So I would say her to enjoy more as she goes. Because things that are meant to happen will happen eventually. I, you know, I haven't been to Titanic Museum in my life. My parents were in Belfast. They have gone. It's been four years I have been in Belfast. Never done that. Haven't been to so many places I'd love to go. So I think my advice would be to enjoy the present and breathe. So are you, are you going to take your advice? <laughs> it's good advice but you're not going to take it uh, listen Frankie I really appreciate you taking time out of your, your very busy schedule to get involved I love talking to you uh, really enjoyed it and I'll, I'll be watching uh, to see how, how things progress with, uh, with Brand Lab over the next, uh, next few years thanks again thank you so much